From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. Welcome to another Mark Bishop Show on the BRX Network, the Business Radio X Network. You know, every eight minutes opioids kill someone in America. That's 185 people die every day from an opioid overdose. That's equivalent to a commercial aircraft crashing every day. I hate that thought, but just to give you an idea. An overdose is now the leading cause of death among Americans under 50 years of age. In fact, the CDC estimates the U.S. opioid crisis costs nearly $80 billion a year for health care. That's lost productivity, addiction treatment, and criminal justice involvement. Stone the crows. Is that a big number? Well, I tell you what, as America's opioid crisis continues to destroy lives across the country, advocates launch National Racing for Lives Initiative. The heading said that to me, and by gee, it's interesting. The goal is to crisscross the U.S. at racing events, driving home the need for education, awareness, and prevention, along with providing lifeline for those addicted. So, my special guests are Ben Bettenhausen, founder and CEO of Racing for Lives, and Angela Kanecki, founder and president of Emily's Hope. Welcome to you both, guys. Thank you. Thank you. While the latest statistics are staggering, as every 40 seconds someone in the United States suffers an opioid overdose, millions of Americans, no matter their age, race, gender, or socioeconomic background, they're not safe from this insidious epidemic. Now, a nonprofit organization that you've now prepared to do this, Ben, the founder and CEO of Racing for Lives, what, what does actually Racing for Lives aim to serve? Our focus and goal is to create uh, massive awareness across the United States. Our hope is to help erase the shame and stigma that's been associated with addiction, and especially with the opioids and with heroin. Our, our goal is to encourage people <clears throat> to lift their hands and ask for help. And our, our goal is to be a megaphone, really, as we crisscross the country using the action circuit, the race series, the platform of SRO. They reach almost a billion impressions in a season. That's going to give us a tremendous platform to reach families and individuals across the country. That's why we've chosen, chosen that. Um, but again, our goal is to be a megaphone and to continue to create content. We've created a, a wonderful PSA film, Angela. And, and I have collaborated together to create something beautiful about her daughter Emily's life that's impactful. So it's content like this that we want to target and bring across the nation mm. to be able to help individuals and families. And, and I think the more it's talked about, the more it's brought out of the shadows, the more families are willing to talk to their friends, not mm -hmm. hide my son's really hurting here, but bring it out. How can I get help? The more individuals are ready to trust family members and tell them I'm struggling, the quicker we can get them into recovery and help. Well, I believe the vehicle itself, Ben, uh, for the message is an actual vehicle, and uh, apparently it's wrapped beautifully uh, with the goal of sharing a face, a name, and a story at each race. Uh, the first car is Emily. Uh, that's the 21-year-old talented artist and athlete and scholar that tragically died from fentanyl poisoning. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Angela is Emily's mother, and she's a broadcast journalist and now travels across the country telling Emily's story with you. Racing for Lives, 
Um, it's a successful entrepreneur at the head of this, ladies and gentlemen, a race car driver. Actually, you grew up in a family with a history of addiction and had your own struggles and, uh, what, quit drinking some 25 years ago? That's correct, yes. I I grew up in a home that was filled with addiction. My dad was a, a serious alcoholic, and he recovered himself, thank, thankfully, and and my you know, my home was filled with it. You know, it was always shattered, and there was always something breaking in the home due to addiction and abuse. Right. My sister also struggled with addiction for, like, for many years, but now has been recovered as well. I've got some questions for the both of you in just a sec, but during this year, Racing for Lives will literally drive home, excuse the pun, the message at nine professional races around the country. Now, additionally, uh, Ben and his team will begin airing their first public service announcement. So for help and hope, just tell us more on that, Ben, if you would. I know it's uh, racingforlives.org, but just share a little more. So we we have two GT4 race cars. We're entering the, the SRO America Series, and we are going to be wrapping the awareness car, beginning with Emily. So we'll be wrapping at, at each of the races that we enter a loved one who has lost their life. And in the hope is is to memorialize and to take what was so tragic and turn it around to really help and encourage other families. Bring the families of that loved one out, film them, love them, encourage them, mm-hmm. and then take that story and continue sharing it out across across the country. The second car is the prevention car. It has our information on the car, our logo. It has additional nonprofits on the car that are active in this, in this uh, fight against the epidemic in hopes that when people see that car on national broadcast as well as the awareness car, it'll help to give them a place to go to get help as well. And additionally, as we mentioned, the PSA film, which we're hoping to uh, canvas across through local, regional, and national broadcasting into the homes of Americans to give them that encouragement and help that they're not alone. Well, um, you know, it's a great mission you've got there. And uh, Angela, I mean, uh, it must it, it takes some hotspur, you know, to uh, your story really of how you got involved in battling this uh, opioid crisis and, and putting your daughter out there. Some would just hide and not want to know, but it's a wonderful cause, and I think uh, Emily would be very happy too. Uh, tell us about that a little. Well, my daughter was just an amazing kid uh, growing up in the Midwest, middle-class home, Went to a private school, had all the advantages, was athletic, artistic. I was just really an incredible human being. And I never in a million years thought that our story would end the way that it has. And I've worked in broadcast journalism for a few decades, so I've told a lot of other people's stories. Mm-hmm. I never expected to be telling my own in this way. But I also felt like I had a duty to tell my story because I have asked so many parents after tragedies to talk to me. And I thought that by sharing Emily's story, I could really make a difference in other people's lives that they would realize, Hey, this can happen to anybody in any family. I have a problem. You know, that person had a problem. I can seek help before the worst happens to me or before my parents are, you know, planning my funeral. I mean, it's been hard. I'm not going to, not going to sugarcoat it. It has been really, really hard to talk about this almost nonstop in the way I have since her death. Mm -hmm. But every time 
someone comes forward like Ben. I mean, I've had so many people come forward to partner with me to help share Emily's story, to help us raise funds for treatment and recovery, mm-hmm. that, that that helps. It really lifts me up in my grief. It really does. It, it's helpful to me as well. I'm not only helping other people, but by helping other people, that helps me. And, and how did you two come together to combine forces to fight this epidemic <laughs> in the first place? Well, I, it, it's, yeah, you know, Emily's story went national and then international because I, I'm in the public eye and I told her story in the way that I did on television. And after that, I had a lot of contact from a lot of people. I, that's when I got involved with Addiction Policy Forum and some other groups. But Ben just sent me an email saying, I saw Emily's story and I have this idea. And I was kind of like at first like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the more I talked to him and you know, his heart is in the right place. It is such a unique idea. That's that's what I, you know, he's an entrepreneur and he's the idea guy. And I just thought, <laughs> wow, let's just see where this goes. And, and here we are talking to you. <laughs> there you go. So, Ben, uh, we've talked about the campaign Racing for Lives, but instead of wrapping your cars with traditional sponsors, you're doing something different. What is that? We are wrapping the cars with, with the loved one that has lost their life in this crisis, in this epidemic. And, and the whole reason for, for this is we want to show America that, uh, that this life that, that was lost in this, how precious that life was, um, and, and to tell the story of behind that life, the family, and everything that they went through, because I feel these stories are powerful. And so by wrapping this car, instead of wrapping in sponsorships, making awareness for the companies that are supporting the race, we have taken the complete opposite. We're using the cars as advertising for the awareness campaign. There's no fee or charge for for anybody's family or story. Like we're just selecting Mm -hmm. stories that we feel will be impactful across the country. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the focus and goal. Well, I think a nice point here. I think you touched on the fact that there were sponsors but they don't seem to mind that you're not giving them that visual airplay, so to speak. Yes. Um, so the sponsors that we are, are are looking for right now and go, going to be working with, like we'll probably have one or two sponsors per car, and those will be the angel sponsors that will help to, to run this throughout the season. But the primary car itself will be pure white with the loved one on the car so that it's really impactful. It's not about the sponsorship and, you know, it's not about the company who's even sponsoring, you know, like most people would want to say, no, no, we want to help promote them. And yes, there'll be organic promotion for that sponsor that just happens automatically because of what we're doing. But our focus is about the loved one, the family, our purpose of bringing the awareness. And that's what both of these cars are going to be focused on as they go around the country and even creating, like we want to create a rally before every race. Mm -hmm. So before every race, we want to, in that community, unite the organizations and businesses, centers, everybody in that area to come out for a beautiful rally on the Saturday before we can talk to them, bring the cars, encourage them, give them education. We're going to have a trailer also, which I haven't really spoken about, which is like a 70 foot transportation trailer wow. which will be wrapped in racing for lives along with both the cars on the front and since the initial cars with emily it'll be her her image on that car that trailer is going to crisscross this country driving thousands of miles wow. and also having mm-hmm. go here for help so it's like a mobile billboard can you imagine that and then we also want to take 
uh, during the off season, not just racing, but during the off season, our, our hope and goal is to be able to go to schools, communities, conferences, bring the trailer, bring the cars, just continue to help bring in awareness and uh, being out there in the eye of the public to say, hey, let's all work together as a community. Well, it's absolutely fantastic. And you know what? I can feel already the lives you're going to save out of this. I mean, you're a successful entrepreneur, Ben. A couple of very successful New York agencies, in fact. uh, Print to Print was one in the underground in New York. And Angela, yourself, I mean, 30 years as a broadcast investigative reporter uh, with the Killerlin Media Group, uh, author of the book, The Day His Heart Stopped Crying. And uh, she's a volunteer for the Addiction Police Forum, uh, a policy forum, uh, Children's Miracle Network, and many other causes. The great of both of you. Well, listen, guys, if you get to come across to the West and down from Phoenix is a beautiful city with big hearts called Tucson. Uh, by all means, um, let us know, <laughs> and we'd love to uh, love to have you on air again and talk about your book and so on. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Good Thank luck. Thank you very much. Wonderful cause. Thank Good you. luck with everything, and all the very best. Thank you. There we go. What a lovely story, hey, Angela Kanecki and uh, Ben Bettenhausen for a heck of a good cause. I mean, every eight minutes, opioids kill someone in America. That is not good. So let's hope they uh, get all the support they can. If you get a chance, go meet them. Go look at the car and support. All right. Okay. We'll be back with another interesting story soon on The Mark Bishop Show.